Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife. Call to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Good morning, my friends, and welcome to this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. As I record this today, While it won't be posted today, it is election day. And I woke up this morning fully confident that God is on his throne and is going to allow whatever needs to happen to happen. Now I have my favorite candidate whom I voted for, the candidate who is working hard for the country, the candidate who is pro-life the one who is pro-constitution, pro-liberty. So I don't think I have to say his name for you to know who that is. You may or may not share the same passion and the same ideals and values for the country as do I. But as Christian women in midlife, I think that we are probably barely aligned on this. So today's vote day, and by the time you listen to this podcast, we will be much closer, I hope, to knowing who our president will be for the next four years, and thus the trajectory of our country. So what comes to mind when I think about ways that we need to approach this as both goal setters and women who love the Lord I know that we need to pray, and I know that we need to be strong. When I looked up a few verses on strength, because I do want to get into this podcast today and talk about physical strength as well as emotional strength, an entire list of verses came up on my Bible app. Here's a few of them. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. That's Ephesians 6.10. And be on the alert. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. 1 Corinthians 16.13. This one I love. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. That's Psalms 27, verse 14. 2 Chronicles 15.7. But you, be strong and do not lose courage for there is reward for your work. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who hope in the Lord. Each one helps his neighbor and says to his brother, Be strong. You, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That one's from Joshua 1 9, and I will post the references to these, all of these, in the show notes. But you get. Uh, my drift. If all word is all scripture is God breathed, then 
God has so many instructions to us to be strong. What's the opposite of strong? Well, weak. What's the opposite of courage? Worry, anxiety, fear. So we are not, no matter what the outcome is, we are to be strong. And as I record this episode, it's a gorgeous day. The sun is shining, crystal blue skies, the flowers are blooming. It's just a beautiful, quiet, peaceful day. It's hard to imagine that anything different could ever occur. So we shall see and time will tell, but I do believe firmly with my whole heart that God will allow to happen what needs to happen for this country. So whatever that is, it's happening for us. Amen? Okay, taking this concept of strength a little bit further today, let's talk about physical strength. You know, in setting goals, I have these big buckets that I'm encouraging you and that I use myself to set my goals. And those are faith, family, fitness, finances, and fun. Well, to be fit... To be truly fit, you need to have goals that speak to being strong. And to that end, there is a fantastic book that you could get. You could listen to it on audio, but this is one where it would be good for you to have the physical copy in your hands because you will want to earmark some pages and underline some of the ideas in the book. But specifically, when I get to my notes on this that I took, this book positions itself as saying that biologically, there is only growth or decay, and that you and I and everyone on the planet gets to choose. Today, are we going to grow or are we going to decay? Did you know that... The muscle cells in our thighs are completely replaced one by one every four months. Did you know that our bones are completely rebuilt from the outside in, I mean, from the inside out every two years? So in two years, your bones are completely new. Your taste buds, get this, completely replaced every day. Your platelets so the little pieces and parts in your bloodstream every 10 days and your blood cells themselves completely new every three months. I mean, I find that remarkable. I remember several years ago, I injured my, the, my hip. It was just, it felt painful and sore all the time. And I like to run, as you know, and I just kept telling myself after hearing someone say this, that if I could hang on for 11 months and keep running and just run through the pain, eventually after 11 months, I would have a completely new hip joint in place. Well, you can bet I was counting down the months because the pain was really unrelenting, especially getting in and out of cars. It just would pain me so much. Sure enough, Right at or around the 11-month mark, magic. Didn't do anything different. Well, I did do a few little uh, exercises to supposedly wake up my sleepy glutes, but the pain was just gone and has never come back. 
Same thing has happened to me with my shoulders one at a time and biceps. So I believe in this replacement, this biological replacement. Well, did you know that our bodies are actively decaying on purpose? It's by design and it's to make way for new growth. The trick is to grow more than what we decay, hence exercise. So this book points out that your muscles control the chemistry of the growth throughout your whole body. So your muscles basically are large and in charge. And exercise is the master signaler that tells the body to grow more muscle. And it also is the foundation of positive brain chemistry. Ha! Huh. So strong muscles and stronger brains through exercise. Exercise leads to a heightened immune system, better sleep. Who doesn't need that as a Mimi or a mama in midlife? Weight control, insulin regulation, fat burning, resistance to heart disease, bone disease, and brain diseases, you know, like Alzheimer's. Um, exercise leads to enhancements in your strength and overall balance the way that you are able to maintain your balance as you move around. So exercise is good, really good. Being sedentary is the opposite. However, these days, myself included, we spend hours and hours sitting at our desks or in front of the television or in a chair reading. I mean, you know, whatever we uh, prefer to do, much of it is done sitting. Holding those grandbabies is done sitting. Exercise is one way that we can address all that sedentariness. Might have just made a word there, don't know. And roll back some of the negative effects that it has on our overall health and our fitness, hence our strength. So exercise is considered a form of healthy stress. It actually causes inflammation. Yeah, you heard me right. It causes inflammation, but that inflammation also causes your body to go into action to grow and repair. I think repair probably comes first. So think of it as a remodeling process, knocking down a few walls to replace them with something new and beautiful. Decay in the right amount triggers growth, but too little or too much turns off growth, leaving only decay. So to get into this a little deeper, there are groups of proteins that are called cytokines, and there are numerous cytokines in the body. But for purposes of simplifying and explaining this, there are two agents that we will talk about today. And they are agent, one is an agent for decay and one is an agent for repair. So if you want to jot this down, these, just in case you ever want to look this up, the first cytokine is C6 and it is the one that's linked to inflammation. So it floods your body in response to exercise. And it's stored in the muscles and in the blood. And it triggers it, the C6 triggers, the release of C10. C10 is the growth and repair protein. So you see decay, think C6, triggers the growth and repair via C10. So 
you and I have 660 muscles that hold in their reservoir C6 and C10. The main way that you can get these proteins circulating in your body is via exercise. Not the only way, but it's the it's the main positive way that you can get the benefit of these proteins. Exercise triggers the release of the C6, so that again the the uh, inflammatory protein, but as soon as it gets into your system, it triggers the release of C10 to to uh, kind of be the cleanup crew. All aerobic exercise produces predictable levels of C6 based on the intensity and the duration of the exercise. So if you think of a marathoner, somebody who runs 26.2 miles at one time, you can imagine their C6 rises 100 times when, once they finish their marathon. And then C10 is key because it is produced in response to all that C6. And it is what causes all the growth. And growth and repair is the goal that we seek, right? Are you following me? So once you stop exercising, that is when C6 peaks in your body. And then C10 peaks about an hour later, and it stays high for several more hours. I always used to hear, and I'm not quite sure if this is related or not, but when I, decades ago, was a jazzercise instructor, oh yeah, that's right, jazz hands, baby. No, but when I was a jazzercise instructor, one of the things that we were taught by Judy Shepard Missit is that the increased metabolism from aerobic exercise stayed increased for a good hour to two hours post a workout. And that always seemed like the dessert, you know, on top of the actual fun activity. So maybe that has something to do with C10. I don't know, but exercise. Exercise needs to be one of your goals. It increases blood flow throughout your muscles and increases their exposure to these C10 repair agents. Now, Here's the deal, y'all. While we are sedentary, so while we're sitting on the sofa reading or watching TV or holding a grandchild or praying or whatever, whatever, for whatever reason, we are sedentary, our body is still producing C6, the inflammatory protein. But because it's not intense exercise, it's at too low of a level to trigger the C10, the remodeling crew. Did you get that? All the time that we sit around on our tissues doing what we do, there is this insidious drip, drip, drip of this inflammatory protein. Guess what happens? One thing, decay. Ugh. I mean, literally, we're rusting while we sit there. Ugh. Also, chronic emotional stress, like loneliness, boredom, apathy, worry, maybe over an election. These also cause this slow drip, drip, drip of the C6 protein. 
the way that you combat this is exercise and exercise that is enough is intense enough or long enough that you sweat and you need to do this every day my friends every day if you do the author of this book which I never have told you what the name of the book is but it's called younger next year for women but he says if you exercise enough to sweat every day guaranteed you will be a fit person throughout your life at 60, at 70, at 80, and beyond. When you exercise, C10 will automatically sprinkle throughout your body and it will happen. It will continue. It's like it will water your body for an entire hour post each sweat that you engage in. So with chronic stress, From our modern day, you know, this would include commuting, again, loneliness, worry, not enough sleep, apathy, too much TV, all of these create this inflammation, but you can control it by exercising daily. You also can get benefit of a C10 um, release by experiencing joy, by being playful, by engaging with others around you, by challenging yourself. So think uh, getting out of your comfort zone and trying something new. Hence, I'm going to clean my refrigerator today. That's my big challenge. And also by closeness. Today, I want to encourage you. Think about this concept of C6 being the decay. Anytime you're sitting around trying to convince yourself to get up and go work out or get up and take a brisk walk. You think about the fact that until you do, your body is in a state of decay. Think about bread when it molds. Think about apples when they turn brown. Think about your plants withering on the vine. That's what's happening inside our bodies when we are sedentary. And if you are going to be sitting, then it would be really good for you to be Uh, doing something or experiencing something that brings you joy. So perhaps holding that little baby on your lap, because it is such a joyful experience, might in some way offset some of the decay that is natural to being sedentary. My goal for each one of you is to today challenge yourself to set daily fitness goals for yourself. No matter where you are, whether you are the fittest person on the planet or the most sedentary, you can start right where you are. Start right where you are. Convince yourself, set a goal to do one push-up and then the next day two and then the next day three. Set a goal to walk to the end of your street and then maybe around the block and then several blocks. You just build slowly and steadily from wherever you are. If you don't, you will be listening to this podcast again at the next election cycle, looking back and going, oh my gosh, Monica talked about this four years ago. And you'll either be saying to yourself, I'm so glad I set goals to get myself fit and strong. And I stuck to them versus going, well, maybe next year. I'll set a goal to start getting strong. Remember, the Lord commands us, be strong. So many, so many verses talk to this, speak to this. 
And you can be sure that back in the day, the gentlemen with whom these prophets were speaking were going to go out and fight wars. They were going to fight battles. Yes, he wanted them to be emotionally strong, but you can bet God wanted them to be physically strong as well. Well, I feel really solid in saying he wants that for us today. So let's be strong. Let's set some goals for daily physical activity that produces a sweat. And in that way, we can live wonderful, fit, healthy lives for a very long time, regardless of any circumstances in the outside world. Amen? Well, that's all I have for you today, except I do want to close today with a small prayer. Yes? Heavenly Father, I do thank you for these women, these ladies in midlife who are such good, solid Christian ladies. Thank you for placing a desire on their hearts to show up in this world and to to be an example for other people and to be all that they can be. Father, I just ask that you would guard their hearts and their mind, that you would um, send your Holy Spirit, have your Holy Spirit be with each one of us as we navigate the days ahead. Help us to know that it is your will and that we honor you when we commit to being strong both mentally and physically. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, ladies, go out and set your goals and be blessed. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com, where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.